We're going to do a little time travel to the mid-1950s today, Mike. Ooh, all right. Let me get a suit ready, maybe like a hat. I'll get some uh, whiskey, some cigarettes. Yeah, I'm really going to Don Dre put this one up. Yeah. Don't forget your hair cream. Don't, well, I guess you should pack, pack a fire extinguisher and count around these cigarettes. I don't think I know how to do it. So, <laughs> so uh, maybe we should just move on to our topic instead of judging people who are alive decades before us. Our topic today is the Battle of Palmdale, which is a bit of an overstatement as it really was just a joint U.S. Air Force and Navy exercise. It kind of went sideways. Kind of. It went terribly wrong. It went completely sideways. <laughs> The exercise was an attempted shoot-down of a drone by Navy pilots. At this time, the Navy was heavily involved in research and development of surface-to-air and air-to-air missiles to protect both military and civilian assets. I feel like air-to-air missiles, like that phrase isn't needed. It's just a missile. It's just a missile and then surface-to-air, right? Outside of that, if you tell me a missile, Mm -hmm. I don't think that it goes like air-to-ground or like water-to-moon or whatever. Like it's just like... (laughs) Water-to-moon missile. (laughs) (laughs) As part of the R&D project, airplanes were overhauled to fly as drones to act as targets for these systems. In this case, a Grumman F6F or Grumman, I guess for the plane people out there, we'll get follow-up. It's either Grumman or Grumman. It's Grumman. F6F Hellcat painted bright red and outfitted with a remote control system that could be run via radio waves. Yeah, not a cool drone like we have today. This is an airplane with an antenna and some wires. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. By 1956, the Cold War was in full effect, and the U.S. believed this missile technology was vital to protecting America from Soviet bombers. The testing question took place on August 16, 1956. A little before noon, the remote control Hellcat took off from the Point Mugu Naval Air Station. Flown remotely by controllers, it was steered to fly out over the Pacific Ocean to the pre-approved test site. This is when things start to go wrong. Crew members lost control of the plane, turning the world's coolest remote control toy into a runaway, unpiloted <laughs> plane filled with jet fuel it's like speed yeah yeah just like speed (laughs) to make matters worse the plane started to change trajectory heading for the city of los angeles oh my god (laughs) this is a movie that the rock is going to be in (laughs) yeah yeah. and he would jump from a building to the plane and like wrestle it to the ground just quickly one this is definitely as you're going to hear throughout the story this definitely a movie should be made about this but also like can you imagine the moment when the two moments when one sir we've lost control of the plane to sir it's now heading towards la (laughs) oh Oh, dear it's not good the navy called their air force counterparts at the nearby oxnard air force base crews there immediately readied two jets armed with rockets they took off flying at full speed to catch up with the runaway drone which was now just northeast of la turning to fly directly over the city God, what a nightmare. It's so bad. The Air Force pilots followed the drone at a safe distance, waiting for it to be over an unpopulated area so they could shoot it down, I guess with, like, plane-to-plane missiles. That's right. Plane-to-plane. Plane-to-drone missiles. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very specific missile. The drone's erratic flight made this a tricky proposition. The Scorpion fighters they were flying had two separate attack options powered by radar and a fancy 1950s onboard computer. 
Well, I wouldn't trust that thing. Using this system, the pilots fired on the drone, but the rockets failed to launch due to a problem with the rocket systems on the jets. Did, did nobody test anything in mm-hmm. 1956? They're just like, ah, it will just work, I suppose. We'll just send Not them even out a plane-to-plane missile at this point. It's, <laughs> it's just, just a... Plane. <laughs> it's a decoration. Yeah. Uh, after this, the drone turned back toward L.A., And the Air Force pilots switched from the failed automatic firing mode to an unassisted system, which required aiming the rockets manually. Now get this. They had to do this without gun sights, as those had been removed from the planes when the computerized system had been installed. I don't understand this. Like, why was the option still available? I don't know. But they removed the one thing you need. Yeah, you can fire it manually, but you're shooting it blind. Yeah. (laughs) And we should mention, these jets had a lot of rockets on board. They were each capable of firing all 104 of their rockets at once. Overkill. They could be sent out in one of two rippled patterns. You could fire 64 rockets and then 42 with the second pattern sending rockets out in three waves. All it would have taken is just one just one of these 104 rockets to hit that drone to bring it down. Now, we have two planes here and 104 rockets each. Not one of these rockets hit the plane and they <laughs> fired all of them. <laughs> they all missed. So by this point, I'm sure everyone's concerned. Yeah. <laughs> and the Air Force pilots, they the ones in the planes, that the jets that missed their target completely they had to return to the air force base because they were low on fuel thanks guys good job thank you for (laughs) assisting us today (laughs) the drone carried on towards the city of palmdale in northern los angeles county and as it did so its engine started to sputter because it was also running out of fuel but the drone couldn't turn back because it had a mind of its own at this point it really did The uncrewed plane started to slowly descend, flying in a lazy spiral, flying over a section, thankfully, of desert, eight miles from the Palmdale Regional Airport, which I'm sure is just a hopping metropolis. Can you imagine if it have landed in the airport? How great would that be? (laughs) Touched down on a runway. Uh, That didn't happen. Uh, It clipped several electrical cables before striking the ground and basically exploding and disintegrating. While the drone thankfully crashed in an unpopulated area, those 208 Air Force rockets wreaked havoc on the ground. Oh, no. Because uh, they weren't really going that high. None of them hit anything, so they had to go somewhere. They went down. They went down. Only 15 were found undetonated. Oh, gosh. (laughs) With the others causing, obviously, several brush fires. 150 acres burned northeast of the town of Castec, with other rockets causing fires in Palmdale itself, causing property damage throughout the downtown area. Yeah, buildings were damaged. There was a report of someone who like, came out and their car was on fire and they didn't understand why. Like, <laughs> It's not good. Uh, terrifyingly, a third fire came within just 300 feet of a plant where, get this, they made explosives. Thankfully, they were able to stop that one. Uh, and a fourth burned through some 350 acres of brush up in the mountains. 
All in all, it took 500 firefighters two days to bring the fires under control, and a thousand acres were burned. Thankfully, though, there were no fatalities. That seems like an honest miracle to me. Genuinely. And I know everybody said, as soon as we said these things hit the ground, they were waiting for how many people had died. Yeah. Thankfully, none. Yeah, Unbelievably not every, none, actually. Not every episode of Ingenious includes death. Yeah. Just a lot Except of them. for that drone. If you were really rooting for the drone, that thing, donezo. Super dead. <laughs> uh, it's, it's unknown why controllers lost contract with the drone. Uh, Wikipedia writer said that it is either an issue with the controller or the plane. I'm like, yeah, it's one of those two things. Uh, it didn't work because it stopped working. In July 1997, parts of the plane were discovered buried in the desert. I think you leave them there as cursed objects. Don't dig this plane up. Yep. Our thanks to Dan for sending this in. The Battle of Palmdale. What a story. The battle really was just two jets and a plane. like that was the battle was just these two jets with their 208 rockets it's one of the worst battles of all time (laughs) (laughs) really no one affected anything if you want to read more about the battle of palmdale we have some links over on our website relay.fm slash ungenius slash 119 while you're there you can send us an email with your own favorite wikipedia topic just like dan did you can become a member and support this show directly. Thank you so much to our Ungenius members. It means a lot to us. You can find us online. Mike is on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can follow me there as I-S-M-H. And until our next podcast, a podcast missile, Mike, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.